win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD. Who are you? I'm Andrew. And who are you? I'm Javid. You're Javid. Welcome back. Thank what, you. Is this two or three? This is two. I was here in January. Uh, what I was going to do was um, have a look at all the players who made two appearances with Spurs, but I didn't think that'd be fair on you because they can't be that good. You're better so, than most of those guys. Yeah, you'll be. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. So I didn't want to do you that. Made to more you. of a contribution to Tottenham Hotspur than those Timothy, people. A, a, Timothy, I can't say his name. A two, but how many appearances did he make? Oh, he probably had seven or eight. You want to speak, speak more into the mic. He got that wonder goal at Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. That was a goal, wasn't it? Yeah, for the amount of step overs, he must have had more than two games. Uh, how's your podcast doing, the Hotspur family? Um, it's good. Tottenham Hotspur family podcast. Yeah, it's going well. And as I think I said last time I was here, the primary reason to do it was it's just a bit of fun. And I'd like listening to Tottenham Hotspur podcasts. Yeah. Partly why I'm here, and the fact that you've invited me on, <laughs> and that's part of the reasons why um, I start started my own podcast. And we've got, um, if you don't mind, I could plug something through. But we've got um, Cat Law and Martin Cloak from the Trust next week. Fantastic! We'll be interviewing. So oh, that's great! That's so yeah, listen good. to that. So um, some guys from the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust, and um, they're always doing God's work. Um, what was I going to say to you? I always see you, so you're the person. You're the only person that really that I see at the games. I keep on bumping into you because um, we sit in the same block. Park Lane, lower block thirty-five. Yeah, block thirty-five every time because so, that's I think the easiest place to buy tickets for bronze members, right? Mm. Um, brilliant. What would people? Uh, why would people listen to your podcast? Like, what, what's the feature? Like, this one is all about. Um, it's by the fans for the fans. There's no. We never do any ads. You know, what, is it is that something similar to yours or? I think all all the sort of podcast, sort podcast, and I listen to a few, not all of them, but the, there's a few that I listen to, and they're all they're all different in their own way. I think one of the things that sets our one apart is we've got people from different parts of the world. So, um, I don't just mean the UK, like having somebody from London or Birmingham or Plymouth or Bristol, wherever that may be, but we've got um, a lady called Nikki Meritz who she's from South Africa, and quite often she's um, on on the podcast with me. Um, we've got people from the States, um, and we've got quite a few women who appear on the podcast. Um, you record quite quickly after the games as well, don't you? We do record usually. quite quickly after the, that after the games. That evening, usually? Sunday it tends to be, so if, it, if it's an away game, and I don't go to the away games, although I will, I will be at Goodison Park on, on the final day of the season, nice. um, if it's an away game, then it'll be pretty much straight after, so if it's a three o'clock kickoff, then it Probably about five o'clock. We'll, we'll do it if it's a home game. And I raw, do, raw, raw. If it, if, raw. Yeah. I mean, if it's a home game. Have you done it before? I'm sure I've seen you recording before. No, I walk uh, past. You know when you go walk up from um, Tottenham from Seven Sisters. Yeah, and you walk past like really early on. You go past all the bus stops right by that the fork in the road just before you hit Tottenham High Road, and you hit that. Is it like a Turkish restaurant? Do you know on the? Um, the Turkish restaurant in Thailand. <laughs> 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 Next to the Congolese hairdressers, yeah, you mean? Yeah. Fried chicken shop. <laughs> um, uh, never mind, it probably wasn't you then, but I'm sure I saw someone recording something in... Um, you know where mm. the War Memorial is? Yeah. Yes. First of War. The so monument. That, well, that part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I, know, I, when he, yeah, that no, he is. No. Welcome, Jack. Yeah, Jack's, Jack is prioritising work over podcasts. Okay. <laughs> work it. I have to fix that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to sort that out. Um, you all right? Yeah, not bad, thanks, not bad. That's good. You're wearing a nice red top today. What's going on then? And black, just just for the listeners. I'd say that's my 
35% red. I think you can have that. There's one. a bit of white in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I'm alright with that because <laughs> actually you're wearing red as well that's 14% <laughs> that is not red let's talk football um, it's only for more sorry it's only for more no that's it. Um, listen to it it's brilliant um, the first question this week was if Spurs players were to open a um, a restaurant what would it be called and what and what would it say? I didn't read what would it be called oh well ah, there you go ok um, come up we'll, come, we'll come to you last <laughs> Uh, Javad, you've got okay, one. Okay, so I've got one. So um, it would be an it's a Italian restaurant, oh, nice. and it would be called White Heart Penne, oh. um, and they would serve the finest organic, freshly cooked salmonella free lasagna, um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> I've got lasagna in mind. The special. <laughs> um, lasagna was the first thing that came in mind, and then I sort of worked around that. Um, the manager of the restaurant would be Nicola Bercy, oh, and yeah. of course he'd be ably aged about thirty. Aged about thirty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he'd be ably assisted by the finest left-back that played for Spurs, Paolo Tramazzani, oh, wow. also yeah. Italian. Um, and then you'd have Hugo as a doorman. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so nothing's going to get past him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dembele is a waiter not good for business. because Dembele has a tendency to hold on to things and not release the ball. So I think he'd be very good at keeping hold of st- stuff and not dropping plates and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and Gaza can, Gaza can be the wine waiter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take that. Have you done anything? Let's, just Let's skip you. Skip Go on. I've got Harry Kane. I can just see him running a pie mash up. <laughs> just it just seems a bit, you know, Londony a bit. Uh, I've got Chadley. The Chadley's restaurant only sells tuna, but it's dolphin friendly tuna because <laughs> he's looking after, you know. Um, Yedlin would be a fast food restaurant. Oh my! You've stolen good, good. some. Uh, have you got a name for no, it? I no, it. no I, I really was lazy I've, and didn't I've read got the question. Yedlin and Walker. Got overexcited with the fast food burrito called. El Rapido, but uh-huh. well, be... I suppose you could have the the Walker Rose, the Yorkshire guys. Oh yeah, um, yeah have yeah. their own sort of Yorkshire restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Any more? No, sorry, stuck at three. I've got a list, I'm afraid. And Go it, for it. Like you said, it might be um, quantity over quality. So Hugo would open a one called Le Bel Homme, which is um, the beautiful man. Um, just perfect French, little dishes, you know. I'd eat there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a weird thing to say um, Brad I've got bald Brad's bad baps barbecue where he says burger ribs and slaw you know it's going to be on the diners drives and yeah you know, that, that you've got show. all that yeah yeah Dyer would just have Eric's cafe it's oh just a, yeah just I like a that. cafe serving lasagna gammon chips and eggs and I'd eat there I had Bentonab would have hookers which is h-o-o-k-a-h which would just be like shisha pipes but then like moped we're not Games. allowing Wilshire in, are we? Uh, no, 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 because okay, it doesn't good. have crack cocaine. Um, <laughs> Soldado would be Bobby's tapas, but it just is always shut. Always fails to deliver. I had Kane as um, perfect Kentucky chicken, because that's proper yeah, Tottenham. Yeah. That's yeah. real Tottenham. If you're from the Tottenham area, that's what Tottenham means. Yeah. He does always sound like he's got a hot chip in his mouth, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> when he's talking. He does. Chad Lee was going to be called um, Demigod, and it was just a chocolate fountain restaurant where people, he just wandered around dripping chocolate off, him, off himself. Uh, we've done Vatongan was Super Yan, Super Ham. I, I couldn't think of one for him. Um, Ericsson would have some really like concepty restaurant in London, sort of Soho area called Plum and Gin, probably, you know, something a bit trendy. Okay. And Mason would have Dragon Wall, which is an all you can eat Chinese. First time's great. 
then he, the next time it's, it's a little it's, it's still good and then it just sort of gets progressively worse as the season as you just get tired of it anything other than a tattoo parlour <laughs> yeah. that maybe you can just get you know some fast food there as well but uh, that's that five minutes in let's start talking about football yeah. okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about City so there's, there's, there's two narratives there's one which is great performance um, we've been beating 5-1-2 at the last three times at home. Um, it's Man City, they're, they're second in the league. We did well to keep it to 1-0, or we lost again, and it's just not good enough. Um, we had more chances than everyone else, and we uh, we should have taken it. Which side do you fall on, Andrew? Definitely on the positive sides. That's good. Um, it's not a case of we held them back and, and you know didn't get beaten by five. We actually, you know, we, so we dominated the game, but we were heavily involved in large parts of the game. Joe Hart was easily one of their best players. Appreciate Aguero finished the game and won the game for them. But were it not for Joe Hart, they would yeah. have been out of the game long, long before. It's not, Aguero um, is the best striker possibly you know, in the world. Vast, vast sums of money paid for him. Yeah. And he's come off and he delivers and he delivers time after time. Yeah. You know, he scored four against the, you know, the, the, the other fixture. But the Etihad. And he missed the penalty as yeah. well, didn't he? You he, know, it's we, we we are a way off them. They've spent so much money that they can still have players like Torre on £200,000 a week not in that side and still come and, and beat us. Um, it, you can't you can't have a gripe against that. It, no. it was a close game. We were a worthy adversary. And on the day, yeah, it wasn't our day. If Kane had taken one or two of the chances... You look at the the, the, the shots from distance that he had that against Chelsea were going... You know, going in, mm. it's about five margins, and just on the yeah. on the day, wasn't wasn't for us. Yeah, I agree. Did any of you have the BBC? Because I was I was stepping off a plane after doing some work abroad. Did any of you have the BBC or the Sky app? Did you have that, that showed that Lamella scored in stoppage yeah, time? Yeah, so I had all the. It um, still said nil one, but it said Lamella ninety that? plus two yeah. 90 in the plus goals. Two, Lamella section. goal, and then so I stepped off the plane. It went one nil, and you go, oh god! Second one, Lamella scores. Third one. Full time, and you, what's going on? Why are you it doing this? Lamella had a volley apparently, which I, I, I it wasn't I in the highlights. That, yeah, that's almost he's shaped. sued for trauma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tottenham would be very poor. <laughs> that's yeah. almost, almost shades of um, when we played Newcastle a few years. I think oh, it was Sunderland yeah. a few years ago when Sugar tweeted. Sugar tweeted yeah. Oh, was it? Was it? Well, I'm sorry. There's nobody in the ground who could get a signal to say that they saw that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I'm getting quite good signal. I'm just I'm on E. What's I've... Block 35 all about then? I don't know. Have you just... got like a booster signal down there. <laughs> yeah. The only time I'm I 53, get... we get nothing. If you go into the press Wi-Fi, if you're getting that, then you get. Really you get on there early. Oh. If you get in early, you can get on. It's open. And then you're fine. Yeah, there it is. A little hack for you. There it is. Um, we did you go? I didn't go. I saw. I watched the game. Though. I watched oh, it on TV. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I thought it was a game that summed up where we are at the moment. Play really well for large parts, but just just lack that cutting edge, that little bit of clinicalness up front. Where when if it's not falling to Kane, is there anyone else that can really step up and take the chances? Because the Mason one, if that falls to Kane, you're probably thinking that he'll definitely bury that. It's yeah, just. Yeah. I just feel like. We're we're a nearly team at the moment, and a couple of signings or an experienced head in the middle of the park, and we can because I don't think City are that far ahead of us. I think if you take Aguero out that team, if you look at the two teams, He's Fernando, Fernandinho, Lampard, is that miles ahead of where we well, are? No, no, I don't think I don't think it's. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're they're better than us, but I don't think that they're 
drastically the ahead of us. You've got their fullbacks are more effective than our wingers. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zabaleta and um, he's superb. Zabaleta, isn't he? Serbian guy. Um, Kolarov shot. Kolarov. The shot from Kolarov. I mean, I knew the final score. I still thought that was going in. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it was ridiculous. Was um, should Kane have passed to Chadley? You know the the chance I'm talking about, where he almost had, had a sort of one on one, and Chadley. There was, was to the no left. guarantee that that would have gone in. It wasn't like no, 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 a, I know. A, you know, is it a red card? Is it not a red card? Mm. That wasn't a clear goal scoring opportunity, even if it got to Chadley. But in terms of Chadley, fi- also is a jinx with those wins. Look at the Soldado pass in Fiorentina. But in terms of yeah, that's true. In terms <laughs> of fine margins, the the margins were greater if yeah. it went to Chadley than it went to Kane. But I love that Kane backed himself. Yeah, me okay, too. Okay, it didn't come off. Mm. But he, he was no, like, I, totally I can agree. do this. And I totally agree. I think you have to ask yourself, in that situation, would you be more annoyed of Kane going for it and him not scoring or him trying to pass it and it going all wrong? Like Soldado. Yeah. yeah. I'd much rather strike a go for it. You look at the Premier League this season, we've got Kane on 20 goals, Chadley on 10 or 11 and Eriksen on 10. Compare that to Liverpool, who've got Sterling's their top scorer on... S- in fact, Gerrard might have gone above him. But that's how ridiculous yeah, it is. You know, you're looking at three guys on six, seven, and eight, something like that. Are they top goal scorers? I saw something really interesting on that. They were the only team in the league to have three players in double figures. For oh, okay. league goals. we are, yeah. Can we? I was going to bring this up later. But then it goes down to threes and fours. Exactly. If I look, carry on talking. But, if but I then that is kind of indicative of, of lots of teams play with one up now. Yeah. You know, it's probably slightly skewed. You used to see. Teams with two strikers, Archibald and I mean, I'm showing my age here, but <laughs> Archibald and Crooks, both 20-plus goals. We say, um, Chadley, this season's on 12. I think that's a great return, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's played 41 games so far And he missed a, missed a fair chunk, I think, January. Yeah, February, when he lost when his, his father. father yeah. away. I, Ch- but, Chadley's been one of the surprise, not surprises of this season, I think, if we remember how, not how disappointed. There was an apathy, there wasn't there, towards him. That's a good way that, of saying it. The yeah. chance that you refer to, the Kane one, I presume it was the one before they scored where he was put through by I can't remember who and he was on the right hand side and he shot and it went to the right of the post it was second half wasn't it yeah Yeah, it was yeah so it was after their goal I'm thinking of the one perhaps in the first half maybe I can't remember Kane went to go round it was completely typed oh okay right tried to go round him and, and, and Hart blocked his shot Okay. Didn't have the but, best view of that with the second half. If it was no, you were at the other end. Yeah, yeah it was definitely um, but, but he scored what thirty goals this season. You can't if you're a striker. Having not you're started, form, the then you've got to November. you've got to yeah. take it. So oh yeah, I mean it's been a weird one for strikers because you have a look at um, Aguero's stats. Aguero's facing timeout. Costa's faced yeah. timeout, and Kane's faced up. If, imagine there being one. Do you know what Sturridge averages a game? To injury ratio of eight point five. Yeah. Have you seen that? I mean, wow. I know you can't you can't rely on him. Uh, well, Javad, if you would, if you could change the lineup before the game, knowing what you know now, how, how would you have changed it? Okay, so I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but yes, it is. Um, I thought. Okay, let me look at positives. I thought that the Reese. Was, was was great. He was alert. I thought Kane did okay. Chadley continued the good form that he showed. Bentelab was superb. Bentelab. Um, I want to talk about Bentelab. Co- couldn't really do anything about the back four to be honest, because you've got what you've got. You've got Fazio and uh, the Tongan who've got good understanding. Yeah. Rose was really good as well, and Dyer did his best out um, playing out of position as best as he could. So if you look at the weak links in that team, I would say Mason yeah. and Ericsson. Um, I thought Lamella was fine. So Mason and Ericsson. I wouldn't have started with Mason only because the last few months he's been showing signs of fatigue and yeah. I would have liked to have 
started Paulinho, your favourite player. Yeah. Um, and well, but we said last week yeah, he's, he's been performing. Um, with Ericsson, I think. I think I would have started him anyway, but with the benefit of hindsight, probably not. I would have would have given somebody else because he, even he looks a bit off the pace. Yeah, yeah. Who um, would you play like a Dembele or? I would have played Soldado up front and playing Kane in behind. Interesting. Um, I'm he, not a fan of that. I I'd rather four four two straight four four two. But it, anything that involves Kane not being our front man worries me. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's our best forward, so he, therefore mm. he should be the pinnacle of our. Attacking. Just quickly, my two changes. I'd have played Caballero uh, yeah, instead of Hart, and maybe we'd have won. Or I'd have played uh, Gilfie, <laughs> yeah. Sigurdsson Gilfie instead of Veritas. Or Holtby, possibly, yeah, in maybe. that position. I thought that he might have chucked Stambulian. Yeah, just I, thought of, just I just thought he might, have, he might have tried something just a bit different. Because you look at the Mason situation, and you think, the guy's 22, 23 now. Yeah. He, he's been protected in that young footballers don't play, you know, Tremendous amounts of football. So he's never played this number of games no. at this stage of a year. And ever. It's Premier League games. And as it's well. so intense. It's so much high intensity running, high, you know, that's the way we play. Yeah. We are the fittest team, but maybe we're now suffering, you know, for being the fittest yeah. team from August. So I did, you know, I did all my running. I did yeah. you know, the ultra marathon. I did nine man yeah. last year. I'm still exhausted from that. I was the fit, one of the fittest people in, in London at that point, you know, but. By the end of it, I was knackered. I could run yeah, a yeah. marathon, yeah, yeah. but I was exhausted by the end. And you just got to rest. Uh, I, I've got no worries. I don't want to sell him. I'm sure he'll come back um, blazing next year. But let's talk about Bentaleb because Bentaleb, I remember sitting here with you last year, and we just why is we, why is Show playing Bentaleb? And I think we're seeing that that faith be restored because he he's gave us an excuse to not want him there because it was Sherwood that put him in. Yeah, you're right. He? Let's be honest. But he's brilliant, and he's shown. And embarrassed the likes of Paulinho and Dembele because they have infinitely more talent, it would appear, in their little fingers, but zero application in comparison to Bentele. See, I'm not, I'm not sure I even ex- believe in the talent. I just the talent and the vision. You, I just think there's so much more to his game than than Paulinho. To be honest, Paulinho's good good thing is running, just keeping on running, and then a, a quick pass somewhere. Bentele's got short, medium, long, left foot, right foot. Dinks ball. I think he's brilliant. Uh, one more like that killer through ball, and he could be absolutely brilliant for us. I'm I'm a big fan of Bentley. Can I, I can ask one question then? And, and I don't want to diminish everything he's done because he's been fantastic no, 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 go on. this year. If we want for this fourth place that yeah. we're always aiming for yeah, yeah. next season, is Nabil Bentaleb in your starting eleven every week next year? Yeah, I yeah. genuinely yeah. with think someone we'll else next to With someone else, yeah. I think he's as important to our team as Kane. Like, I really yeah. do. Like I can't speak highly enough of him. He's been the games where he's been at his best is where we've beat Chelsea, we've beaten Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, everything comes through him. Like if you take him out, we don't have another. It's ridiculous to say we don't have another midfielder who wants to get on the ball, which which in itself is ridiculous. But you don't see Polinio and Dembele or Mason any of them going and starting attacks, and that's what he does. And it's such a simple role what he plays, but it's so important. So how highly do you? I'm, I'm going to pick names random here. Go but, on. Sort of not holding midfielders, but like a Kevin Strootman at Roma, Dutch international. He yeah, would, yeah, he would probably cost us twenty million, so he therefore yeah, yeah, is out, yeah. out of our yeah. ten to fifteen million pound budget. But if we had the opportunity to sign him, yeah. and start him every week, 
Yeah. You'd rather have him than Ben Taleb, wouldn't well, you? Well, you have to. Would you? You have to, because okay. he's the, the three or four years down the line product. project. Yeah, product. that's fair enough. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Ben Taleb, if you look at where he was last year to this year, imagine where he's going to be next year. I just think there's, there's such a huge opportunity for him. And to be a part of a team that he loves, playing alongside players that he knows. Because if you think about it, next year he could have Mason, Pritchard, Townsend and Kane all in the same team. And they grew Townsend up. will be there next year? <laughs> Really? I know, you know it's not my... But, but if we're standing in London, we have to keep one of the two of them. It's not the ideal world. I know. Um, anything else on City? Joe Hart was brilliant. I mean, he was... Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, he was fantastic and he really kept them in the game. In fact, it was a game that probably deserved to be a 3-2. Yeah. The keepers hadn't been as good as he mm. was. We could have all been coming away saying, well, that was mm. one of the few classics that has been on Sky. There haven't been many for ages, have no. they? It could, it could have been that 3-1 all over again it could have been them yeah. holding out and we used to suddenly get a flurry we lacked that Huddleston killer ball yeah it's just worth bearing in mind that you mentioned that 3-1 but over the last four or five years our, our results against City yeah. apart from that 3-1 we haven't beaten them no I don't think 2-5-1 yeah lots of hammering so Whilst it was disappointing on Saturday, um, I thought we did quite well performance-wise yeah. compared to, we were talking about this just before, uh, compared to our last few home games, Villa, which was atrocious, oh, even the Leicester victory and the Swansea victory. That said, it's not the same Man City, is it? It's not. It's no, not, but, but it's, it's still, still the city that a decent place. I know what you're saying. It's, yeah. yeah. But, but then right. was the, you know, the, the pressure off them. It's like Woolwich last night. Well, it was all well and good them playing and smashing Hull. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Chelsea have already won the league. There's not yeah. actually anything discernible for them to play for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have a, a tendency to raise our game against the so-called bigger teams? Because we, we, did, we did this Definitely. against Chelsea on New Year's Day. We did it against Arsenal. And then ever since that Arsenal game, I was there at West Ham, Swansea, Leicester and Villa, and then again at the weekend. And the four, for, for the first four of those games, I didn't think we played particularly well. And we, we were... It was much more higher tempo. We play to teams' levels. We absolutely mm. we, we don't we don't play Hull in the same way that we play Chelsea. No. And so when they're more organised than us, they will beat us. And that, that's the problem. That's always the worry is Tottenham. And that's that is such a Tottenham thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've seen it throughout the years for ages where <coughs> we'll ha- we'll play and beat City three one, and then we'll go off and oh we'll we'll beat AC Milan one 0 away, There's and then we'll lose. Quote, to I, I can't remember who it was. Someone in the sixties. <coughs> He said, what do you love most about Tottenham? He said, we could beat Real Madrid one week and lose to Huddersfield the next. Yeah. And that is the epitome of Tottenham. That, that was really 50 is. years ago. Okay, this is a question I've asked another podcast on Twitter today. Whoa, what? Yeah, you know, we're allowed to have a little what, dibbles what? and dabbles in elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you have swapped the victories against the Chavs and Woolwich at home? For fourth place? No. For home wins against Stoke, Villa, Newcastle and West Brom. And that would take us in. That would take us into fourth place. Would only yeah. Would it, that would be six more points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which would. Take but Gubbins then against Woolwich and Chavs. You've got it's difficult, right? But you, you do have to look at the bigger picture. Like, as much as it would hurt to be losing yeah. four or five nil to Arsenal, if it meant you'd get in, you'd have to. But that, see, to me, that's that is the epitome of Tottenham. Then that we can raise our game and we can beat Chelsea, and we can raise our game and we can beat Woolwich on the day. And then we lose to Stoke. Well, look at you. Look at Mayweather, Pacquiao. You look at Chelsea winning the league. It, they were very similar. It was. It's not a spectator sport at that point. It's a sportsman's. Sport. That's the getting over the line. I, I don't want to. I'm not a Chelsea apologist. Believe me, they've played fantastically for a lot of this season. They're now playing with an old man up front yeah. who cannot run around the pitch. No. They've got no striker available to play, so they're going out and playing games. They're nicking them and they're winning them, or they're going for draws. 
They're entitled to. They're in that position where... That's what I'm saying. They could have afforded to lose at Woolwich and still win the league anyway, but they went and did a job and they do it better than I'm anyone saying. else. I'd much rather see a, a real Tottenham win I mean, Terry's a, a scumbag. Nobody likes John Terry, the man. No. But he's about to play all 38 games in this Premier yeah. League season. He's scored vital goals at vital times for them. Yeah. He is a captain and a leader. Yeah. He might lead by example on the pitch and, and you know have his morals of an alley cat, but Jesus, if we had a player that half that that ability, would you you'd be crying out for that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's get off. Get yeah, off that sorry. Um, that's fine. Any more on, on City? No. Um, quickly on um, the game on the weekend. Stoke away. Probably my least favourite game. We looked at going. Tin hat. Always a tin hat game, yeah. And decided not to go. But it's a, that's another dead rubber, isn't it? Like, they don't really have anything to what? play for. We should we be... Gonna... Sorry, mate. I was going to say, we should, we should be going there. They've not got anything to play for. That should be three points. We've got a decent record there as well. That ritual. Because we are um, still in the hunt for fifth as well, aren't we? Like, at the end of the day, that, that is where we want to finish. How many points are we going to get? Hull at home, Stoke away and Everton away. Realistically. Five. That's why I think, what? Yeah. Four. Oh, right, yeah. A lose, yeah a win We're going to lose to Hull. You're going to lose to Hull? Yeah, I'll have an yeah. optimistic well, seven. Well, they've got more us. Yeah. It's great to see Dawson score against Liverpool, isn't it? That was a problem. Yeah, Dawson that. scored last night. We didn't cheer it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we, we think things can be bad for us. Hull get our rejects. Yeah. How bad do they? Mm. Yeah, it's... Well, it made me, I was watching the game last night. I went to the pub to watch Hull. Didn't go to watch the other side. Yeah. Just happened that they were there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched Dawson and, I, okay, they got torn apart. But, you know, Fazio is Dawson Mark two, but doesn't care week. as much. That's what we said last so week. So there's really little difference. Then I'd rather have Michael Dawson, who bleed for our club. Yeah, that's exactly what we said last week. There we are. Um, one word on Martin Chivers, because um, obviously... He is ill. He's Jimmy Greaves is ill. Martin Chivers had his 70th birthday and he's in rude health, I believe. My, why do I think Martin Ch- Oh, I watched the Jimmy Greaves. Let's talk about Jimmy Greaves really quickly. Um, to put it in, into perspective, people who've, been, who've just started sporting Spurs recently, Jimmy Greaves is a goal scorer. Uh, Jimmy Greaves has got more league goals than any other player in history. That's more than Lionel Messi. That's more than Cristiano Ronaldo. He, he's one of our greatest players who's ever lived. Um, and he has had a stroke, so we obviously send our love. I'm just getting up his scoring stats for us: 220 goals in 321 games. So, um, without doubt, Jimmy Greaves was the, the greatest goal scorer that England has ever produced. The only player that's come close in style of being that type of player in recent time is Robbie Fowler, and he wasn't even half as good as, yeah, as yeah. Greavesy. Um, he was a phenomenal finisher. Greaves, Greaves did it on the international stage. If you yeah. look at his figures, and okay, so Rooney, Lineker, and Charlton, they might have all scored more than Gary Lineker, sorry, Jimmy Greaves even, but he's most prolific in terms of I'd goals. I'd say it was something like 44 goals in 57 ratio, games. Yeah. You are bang on, 44 and 57. And that was, that was an educated guess. I've not seen that already. This, you know. uh, so, obviously, we send our love to, to Jimmy and Martin as well. Um, I put out on the Facebook page that we are we're recording. Uh, Colin McKee says, "Can you answer why Steve and Andrew love each other so much?" Um, do you know if why? Steve wants to run a marathon wearing a red shirt. I'm going <laughs> to dig him out for it. 
Uh, Simon Mitchell says he must say that despite reading about another poor performance and should Poch go type story, Sunday's performance was very good. Um, what do you think about that? Are you Who's Poch? writing about Pochettino going? That is the biggest nonsense. I've seen it all over the place yeah. that we're that not is ridiculous. The, uh, but you take a step back. How many points have we taken from the, the top four? I think it's twelve. We took one point last season. Yeah. We've got. We've been to a cup final. Um, all in his first season when he's bedding in players he didn't buy. I mean, he has been left with six or seven players that he cannot or won't work with. Yeah. So, you know, he's forced to, to play Ben Taleb and Mason until they've probably run themselves into the ground. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not in any way saying I don't want Pochettino as our manager, but I'd have still preferred to have AVB. I, I think we, we will give more patience to Pochettino than we will have done to AVB. To AVB. And you've got to remember and that I, AVB I wouldn't want to have kept Sherwood. And but I don't think we're in a very different place than we were this time last year. No. If I'm honest. Oh, AVB and Pochettino are, and Sherwood are young managers. And look how many chances we're giving to young mm. players. You've got to do the same thing. In Italy, you, you, they give a lot more chance to a lot more managers. And then if one gets fired from the top job, they go somewhere else. Not the guy who's just won the Scudetto with... With um, Juve won it with Roma on his first go. He's the first mm-hmm. guy to win it in the season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and you've just got to give him those chances. Uh, Simon goes on to say Dyer has a great delivery, way better than Walker's, but lacks pace. Oh, Rose. Let's talk about Danny Rose. Danny Rose, yeah. I mean, he. Bear in mind, a year ago, how many Tottenham fans were writing off Danny Rose? Yeah. And we brought in Ben Davis, and he was going to be the great white hope. Um, and then. Furthermore, Rose was offered a five-year contract. And again, a lot of eyebrows were raised with that. Now, it shows that Poch obviously saw something in, in Rose. It, it's ironic that we've gone and bought Ben Davis, and that's made Rose a better player. But, that, but so be it. That's what it takes if we've got some competition. That's a really good, really good thing. He was absolutely phenomenal. I can't say the word. Phenomenal. He was very good on, <laughs> on um I see a Bontesla. similarity, though, because when Bale had his phenomenal year, we just bought Pienaar. Yeah. And people think Pienaar was a fact. We wasn't, because he made Bale play that more consistently, yeah, yeah. play better. Yeah. He, he, if you've got that competition, it raises players' levels. At the moment we sold Carl Norton, Carl Walker knew he yeah. was the only mm. right back. And yeah. frankly, it looked like he slackened off a bit. Yeah, I agree. Ashley Cole reminds me, and I'm going to swear, so I apologise. Sorry, Ashley... Ashley Tweedy, uh, please. Hmm. Danny Rose reminds me of Ashley Cole. Wow, that's a big... Um, massive. That's a big shout and by that I mean when Ashley Cole broke on the scene first um, not that I watched a lot of Arsenal but obviously he was playing for England and he broke into the team and I remember that he was loaned out to Crystal Palace and he was talked about as the next big thing Um, but when he really made the breakthrough for England at the highest level was when he played at the 2002 World Cup and that game against Argentina um, he got he was always good going forward, but his positional sense, his defending, all of that was, was there. Yeah. Now, Danny Rose isn't there yet, but he's got confidence going forward, which you might say he should have because yeah. he started off as a winger, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. There's lots of players are wingers, but he, he's, got the, he's got the drive to go forward. He's got the energy. He's got the confidence. His defensive game isn't quite there yet, yeah. but I, I can only see him improving. He's coming, yeah. He's not making... Like last year, one of the things we talked about in the pod was how about how many stupid mistakes he'd make about... You know, you'd always worry where if a, if a player had his back to him, he would always end up pushing them over, things like that. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to do that anymore. And tell you what, he loves a big tackle. He loves he a does. big tackle. And gets he some right, he gets some wrong. It should have been a penalty. Definitely. Well, weekend. that makes up for last season at home to Man City, where he got red carded for one yeah. that was actually a clean tackle. But the thing is, you have a young English player doing well on the fringes of the England squad, 
instantly is linked with Man City or Chelsea because they need to bring in more English players yeah. because their squad is, is old because they're all averaging mm. age of 29-30 yeah. and is full of, of non-England qualified players but he, so they won't meet the criteria for the Champions League. He's an idiot to go there and I think he, know, he knows he's an idiot to go there because they're not going to he's not going to yeah, be first team is he? If someone offers you 120 grand a week I'll take it right you now. You take it. Yeah, 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 I know. You can't criticise a player who I wouldn't you know, wouldn't no, 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 I know. Turn I know. down anyone offering me double my money. Yeah, you know. I think just one thing on Rosewell. I think one thing that's helped him massively this season is for Tongan being in the side. Yeah, because oh, under you've Sherwood, got the right next to you, un- exactly, such a it helps so much. And last season on, under Sherwood, there were so many changes at the back, and Kabul was in one week, then Vertonghen was in, yeah, and we didn't know right. who was playing. And he's playing alongside the same guy for week. He's got the same keeper. He knows what's around him, and it helps massively. Like it's such a small thing. Yeah, and you've got someone of Vertonghen of Tongan's ability and he has been playing very well alongside him it, it, that's why he's not making as many mistakes he's got yeah. someone there uh, quickly Lamella best game for Spurs everyone's saying I didn't see it but I, I, I'm, not, I'm not his biggest fan but I heard he had a lot of energy and he had a lot of fight which is Lamella's game I don't know how much he did moving forward he was but. tracking back, back a lot working hard was it, his, was it his best game I don't know it was certainly a better game yeah um, Presumably his best game would involve doing something active going forward, a goal at Burnley. least or creative best, goals, best game so. for me was Burnley when he cut in on the right-hand side and scored oh, a fantastic right, yeah. goal, that which was, was, um, was one, one, reminiscent right? of Ricky Villa against Wolves. Wolves, even. Semi-final yeah. 81. There we go. That's why you're here. <laughs> um, oh. Simon goes on to say, uh, where do we go from here? We need a quality ball-playing central midfielder and an impact striker, and that's it. Yeah, I'll take that. Move on to Chris Conway. He says, if you could play FIFA against any Spurs player, who would it be? I'm looking at you. Against any Spurs player? Yeah. I'd want one I definitely could beat. It would be absolutely useless. Probably someone like Fazio. He just wouldn't really know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Look, Kira cares. I don't, he's probably never played. I played Kane because he, he'd play himself and he's rubbish in FIFA. Be, I think you'd be good. I'd love this, I might have good. told this before. I might not. Darren Anderson had a sort of games room in his house when yeah. he was playing at Tottenham. You're talking quite early FIFA, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe 98, 99, something like that. And he had a, a room where he had lots of photos around the room of himself scoring the semi-final against uh, Liverpool yeah, yeah. when he was at Portsmouth. If he scored with himself, he would pause the game and point at each picture, blow a kiss and go, you're a legend, you're a legend, <laughs> all the way around the room, at all these pictures of himself. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> He'd probably put his back out doing it as well. Really? Yeah, possibly. Um, my dad says, um, talk about Jimmy Greaves, I've done that. Davy Elder, friend of the show, long-time friend of the show, the Spurs poet, um, says, if you could ask one, pas- one question to the great Bill Nick, what would it be? Oh, that would have been a good, give us a warning. Oh, I've fine, we'll do, we'll, do that. we'll do that next week, because uh, yeah. that's a big question. Uh, Jack's feature. Still no theme tune. Right, I've got everyone when I've not been here. See, I know a guy, Cole, give him a shout out, he'll be listening. He said he got his straight after the Port Vale one as well. Yeah. Just one of them. Right yeah, then. So the around. rules, you're gonna read out some clues, you're gonna give us time to stew after each one. You're you're not I'm gonna put my hand up. You're gonna put your hand up when you know it. And I might even mouth it to yeah, Jack. Yeah. Well, I should write it down after if you got a pen. Oh, it's a and it's, no, it's an either a current or a former Spurs player. It is indeed. Go on then. So, I began my career at Crystal Palace and made my debut there aged 16. Yeah. I played at Palace for four years and signed for Spurs in 2005 for £2 million. Yeah, oh, got got, it. No. you both got it. Go yeah. on. Joe, I go first. Um, 
Just, just hold it. Wow. His name escapes me, first name is Wayne. Wayne Routledge. Nailed it too. Played at Portsmouth on the opening day of the season for us. Is he Welsh? Why do I think he's Welsh? That was the... I have 12 England under 21 caps. That was a go on, clue that on. 12 England um, under 21 caps. Signed for Spurs for 2005 for £2 million. Um, only played five games because of injuries. Was loaned to Portsmouth and to Fulham. Moved to Villa in 2008. 12 England under 21 caps. He's won the Championship twice. One League Cup. And is a current Premier League player. Won it for Newcastle, if I'm not mistaken. Very a brief stay out there. Yeah, I, I think so. Possibly as well. I, I s- seem to recall when... He was still a Palace player. Simon Jordan, who I think was the Palace chairman at the time, was accusing. Was accusing um, uh, us, or I think Yold must have been the manager. I can't remember of tapping him up, and and the fact that he was going to be the next best thing since sliced bread um, didn't quite Read work exactly out. Exactly the him. same for him and Bostock, though. Yeah, yeah, you? Oh, yeah quite a few. Uh, right then, onto the quiz. Um, giving you a card, right then. What was significant about Roy Lowe replacing Derek Posse in a match against Arsenal on 11th September 1965? He would have been the first Tottenham substitute. Used in a league match. Very good. Come on, Andrew. Uh, in 1981, Frank Arneson was the top scorer in the league he was playing in. Which league was he playing in? Frank Arneson. Danish. Played for a Belgian club. But also spent time somewhere else. Scotland, Scottish League. Norway. No. Bundesliga with Munich. Spain. Spain. Okay, the two lines that appear in the club crest were taken from which family who feature in the history of the local area? That is a good question. Harry Hotspur, is that? No. Nope. No. No idea. The Northumberland family, so they lived at... Oh, Lions! They lived at I thought the... you said Lions! Black House. <laughs> they, but they, they lived at the Black House, later named Percy House, situated on the high road opposite White Hart ah, Lane. Very interesting. Because the castle is Bruce Castle. This is from the crest, not yeah. from the club badge of the cockerel. So then the seven trees are the seven sisters, which yeah, are yeah. realm trees um, in, in the area. But anyway. Oh, that's really oh. interesting. Good there knowledge, was a, yeah. there's, a, there's seven sisters... Waterfalls in Norway, and I had to make sure to make because sure, I thought were we somehow related, but we're not at all. It's okay. To do with elm trees, like you say, Jack. Which Scottish club did Alfie Con join when he left Tottenham Hotspur? He, he played for two of the teams in uh, Glasgow. I'm going to say Rangers. It's not Rangers. You must be able to get it from now. He's one of the very <laughs> few players who played for both. Really, that's interesting. Yeah. I. Never heard of him before. Me neither. Oh, he was a really skillful, the proper Tottenham player. You know, like, flitted in and out of games. Probably the most com- uh, realistic comparison is a Letitia type player. Oh, really? We should, um, do a, you should do a profile next week. Yeah, OK. Right, right. The Alfie Con hour. Alfie Con hour. <laughs> uh, against which country did Gary Mabbott score his only England goal? Yugoslavia. I feel like we might have had that one before. Nope. <gasps> oh, your face. Um, we've had this, one, this, this is the one you contested. He scored yeah. twice then, and one was in Yugoslavia. Go on. Hungary? Germany. Oh, I feel like that was the I'm one that you pretty possibly sure. might have made his debut against you, because certainly one of the East European teams. Yeah. Any more? That's all. That's, That's all. all. That's uh, Javad, yeah, Jack, Andrew, thanks, thanks very Thank much you. for joining. My pleasure. Uh, we'll speak to you next week, and don't forget, whatever happens on uh, Saturday, is it Saturday? Away at Stoke. Away at Stoke. Whoever leg Charlie Adam breaks. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be bent leg. Well, let's hope okay. it's someone we don't want to sell. Because if they break their leg over the summer, we can't sell them. Yeah, it'll true. be added by order. Actually, no, you know it will. Do you remember um, 
Go I was going to say, not that I would wish this upon anyone, of course, but the poetic, poetic justice could take place on Saturday, and it could be, um, I don't know, Bentalab or, or, or Rose. Break Charlie but, Adams, but, 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 Yeah, break Charlie Adams, though. Oh, oh yes. Look, I'm a like big that. proponent of a big tackle. Um, or hopefully we sign Jack Wilshire on alone and someone just goes through him and breaks his leg and he dies of gangrene, like we've, we've talked about before. <laughs> Do you remember um, Larson, Henrik Larson, when he's, because he had that horrendous fracture. Yeah, quite fracture. a vague leg, right? Yes. Quite, yeah, quite a vague. A Gibral A Gibral esque yeah. And um, he had a metal plate put in his leg and then he didn't have it removed because it, then it, it was always in his mind that he could go in for tackles and yeah, it wasn't yeah. weak and he just had this metal plate in his leg, which is great. Um, so whether you've got a metal plate in your leg or not, the future's bright. I've got nuts and bolts in my spine. It doesn't hold me back. The future's mildly bright. The okay. Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. Chelsea at Wembley, we lifted the League Cup. Maradona is a spur. We're the football connoisseurs. Chaz and Dave's Cockney raves. Chirpy the cockerel. Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol Pumbling the same. Clattenburg. Waterberg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, but we don't care. Martin Martin Young. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel lacked Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovic Nick 
Franco, Crenshaw, Substitution Tom Hardwister's Distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's Linguistic Skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Samora Spurs make my dark days bright but it makes me sad the Steger was so bad Robbie Keane In the box Edgar Davids Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare Estrecht Two dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. White on lane. Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page three go. That's free kick out. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. And he really loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Bullfrogs never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sagan Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Torsten looking spell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shepard bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White and White are main If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane we like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will 